What is the nature of the Ishura according to them? Purusha Vishesha. A special conscious Purusha is a conscious being. So all the jivas are conscious beings, all right? But then Ishwara is a special conscious being, Purusha Visheshaha. <coughs> what is the difference between Ishwara and Jiva? Klesha Karam Vipadavihi Tadashavihi Abhi Asanyutaha. The difference between this Jiva who is also a Purusha, so meaning also is Chidvapuhu, Jiva also is the conscious being of the nature of awareness, Asangaha, Asanga Chidvapuhu. But the difference between Jiva and Ishwara is, the Ishwara is Asanyutaha, unconnected to or not under the control of spell of klesha karma vipatahi tadashahi klesha the fivefold suffering avidya asmita radhadvesha abhinivesha so these control the jiva but ishwara is not in the control of them karma vipatahi and all the different karma falas so which create janma jara mrityu ayuhu so birth, death, etc., which is a result of the karmapala, the jiva is, under the spell of that, Ishwara is free from this. Tadashayahi, and every experience leaves a samskara or impression in the mind of the jiva, which impressions are carried along with him, and so his actions are again controlled by these samskaras, but Ishwara again is free from this effect. So even though both jiva and Ishwara are conscious beings, both of them are asang- unconnected, Chidvapuhu of the nature of awareness. So the difference between Jiva and Ishwara is that Jiva is under the spell of this and Ishwara is not. Then someone says that alright, if you say that Ishwara is a special conscious being, asangaha meaning unconnected, unattached, then how if he is unattached, how can he control Prakriti? How can he become Niyamaka or controller? He says, well, Tathabi Um Visheshatvad. So Ghatage Asya Niyantrada. Since Ishwara is a Pum Visheshaha, is a special conscious being, therefore the Niyantrata, that he can be the Niyamaka, he can be the controller or the ruler. And if you don't accept that Ishwara is a ruler of the Prakriti, then there will be no Vyavastha or the order in terms of Bandha and Moksha. Whatever you find that people are liberated also, if they are at the whim of this Prakriti, in that case Prakriti may again bind them. But Prakriti itself is under the control of Ishwara and the other. Prakriti is not Svatandra, is not really independent to whatever it wants. That's the reason why we have this Vyavastha of Bandha and Moksha. <coughs> so whatever Vyavastha order we find in the life, that can only be explained if we accept a Niyanta or a controller. And therefore, we have to accept the controller. And Jiva cannot be controller of Prakriti because himself is limited under the spell of Prakriti. And so we have to posit or we have to propose this Jeepum Visheshaha or a special conscious being called Ishwara who is the controller. And Suti also talks about Ishwara in the form of Niyamaka or controller ruler Vishasmad Vatafpavade Vishodeti Suryaha. Thus all these great elemental forces also simply functioning under some fear, under someone's rulership. And there is a ruler or a controller of these elemental forces also. And that is what says that there is a Niyamakaha. <coughs> and since he is unconnected to or unaffected by this Klesha, Karma, Vipad, etc., therefore it is quite proper that he can be Niyanta, he can be ruler. <coughs> the question was, if Jiva also by nature is Asanga Chidrupaha, and Ishwara also by nature is Asanga Chidrupaha, then what is the difference between the two? That is, Jiva is suffering, is what we call samsari, and Ishwara is free from that. What is the difference between the two? He says, Jiva nabi asangatvat kleshadihinna. In fact, since Jiva also is asanga, therefore, in the real sense, the Jiva in the self doesn't have klesha. Doesn't have avidya, asmira, raga, dvesha, abhinivesha. None of them is really in Jiva. Athabicha, tathabi, even then. Viveka Grahataha. See, there is no Viveka or the discriminative knowledge between Purusha and Prakriti that Viveka Jnana not being there in Jiva. Therefore, what belongs to Prakriti is taken by Jiva to belong to himself. So, Avidya, Asmita, all of these kleshas, the Karma Vipada, meaning Karma Phala, and all the samskaras, all of these in fact belong to Prakriti. But then, on account of lack of this Viveka, 
or discriminating knowledge, this jiva takes them as belonging to him and therefore he is endowed with samsara. Otherwise, in reality, even the jiva also is free from samsara. <coughs> this is the position of the sankhyas. <coughs> so first position has been presented, that is sankhya. Now one by one different opinions are presented here. Now continuing the verse 109, it is said, Tarkikaha means Niyayikaha, Tarka Kushalaha, those people who depend upon Tarka or reasoning for arriving at their opinion. So, in one way they are astikaha because they accept Ishwara, but they do not accept Veda as a final means of knowledge as much as they accept Tarka or reasoning as the ultimate means of knowledge. And they accept that section of the Veda which is in keeping with Tarka. So, they believe that even if Veda also is not logical, then Veda also is not accepted as Pramanam. So, according to them, logic is Reasoning is the ultimate problem. It's a modern scientific view also. <coughs> and they say, regardless of what the Shruti has to say, even if you quote the Shruti and say that, Bhishas Mar Vatak Pavate, there is someone who controls all the elementary forces and everything else, but still we cannot accept that Niyamaka or control to be Asanga, to be unconnected with Prakriti or in every other way not connected with any Gunas or qualities at all, because Asangasya, Niyamgatam, Asahamanaha. They cannot accept this, they cannot tolerate the Niyamgatam, that the Asanga, the Purusha or Ishwara, who is supposed to be totally unattached or unconnected with Prakriti, that he can be Niyamaga or controller of Prakriti, this they cannot accept. Because for you to be controller, you must have the ability to control. So you must be endowed with some Shakti, some power you must be endowed with, otherwise you cannot do any controlling. Any according to any the Sankhya is present as a yogi, yogi is present, that Purusha Vishesha doesn't have any Shakti at all, then Niyayika says, we cannot accept such an entity as Niyamaka. <coughs> so, Jiva Vilakshanatvaya Jnanavi Gunatranityam Angikurvade. So, they also talk about Ishwara as a Purusha Vishesha, but the Niyayika says that, Niyayika says that Ishwara is endowed with Gnanavi Gunatram, Gnana, Icha and Prayatna, these three Gunas. Gnana means knowledge, Icha means the desire or ability to create, and Prayatna, the creative Icha means, or Sankalpa, and Prayatna means the ability to create. So knowledge, the desire to create, and ability to create, these three are the minimum requisites for anyone to create this universe or control it. So to create something, you want to create a part, Vishwara number one, Jnanam, the desire, I mean the knowledge, as to what a part is and how to create that part. All the knowledge must be there. Secondly, there is a Icha, a desire to create the part. You might know a lot of things, but you may not desire to do anything. In which case, no creation will proceed from you. And so, over and above Jnanam, the Icha also is required, desire to create also is required. And thirdly, even if you have knowledge and even if you have desire, if you do not have the power or ability to create, again you cannot create. So here is a great sculpture, here is all the knowledge and desire. If there is no strength in his arms to lift a hammer, for example, well, he cannot do anything because he requires the ability also. And so prayatna or ability also is required in the creator, then alone you can create. And therefore, Nanyayikas present the Ishwara also the Purusha Vishesha, a special conscious being endowed with total knowledge, total desire and total ability to create. <coughs> he says such an Ishwara can be accepted as Niyamaka, not an Ishwara who doesn't possess any abilities or any power. So, in the verse 109, they present their opinion. cha. <coughs> Gunani Shasyamanvate Asangasya Niyantratvam 
ಸೊ ಗುಣಾನ ನಿತ್ಯತ್ವೆ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಸತ್ಯ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪ ಆತ್ಮ ಅಪಹರ ಪಾತ್ಮ ಇನ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಲಾಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಆನ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಆತ್ಮ ಇಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಅಪಹರ ಪಾತ್ಮ ವಿಜರ ವಿಮೃತ್ಯು ವಿಶೋಕ ಅವಿಜಿಗಿತ್ಸ ಅವಿಪಾಕ ಸತ್ಯ ಕಾಮ ಸತ್ಯ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಅಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ ಫುಲ್ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಸೊ ನೀವು ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಎಸ್ ಸಚ್ ಸೊ ಫಾರ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ ಲಕ್ಷೋಸ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಇಸ್ ಸತ್ಯ ಕಾಮ ಸತ್ಯ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪ ಸತ್ಯ ಕಾಮ ಸತ್ಯ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪ goddess lakshmi is saying that and serving him and it said that lord vishnu is telling her a story and lakshmi devi said yes yes ha you know the agreement so as lord vishnu tells her the story we have the whole creation that's all that's all that is required to create no other equipment is required or no other material is required because it is purely the product of sankalpa only material that is required for creation is what sankalpa resolve or a thought so as different thoughts occur in in lord vishnu so the situation goes on and so is called satya sankalpa one who has whose resolves are true ityadi shruti jagau so this is this kind of statements of shruti is what they quote in support of their contention that ishvara is possessed of nitya gnana nitya ichha nitya prayatna and so ಸತ್ಯಕಾಮಸಂಕಲ್ಪ ಪಕ್ಷಾಂತರಂ ಆಹ ಇವನ್ ಇನ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ನೈಯಾಯಿಕಾಸ್ ದರ್ ಆರ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಫೈಂಡ್ ಡಿಫೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಪಕ್ಷಾಂತರಂ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಅಹಿರ ಪಕ್ಷ ಅನ್ಯ ಪಕ್ಷ ಪಕ್ಷಾಂತರ ಸೊ ದೇ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಅಹಿರ ಪಕ್ಷ ಅನದ ಒಪಿನಿಯನ್ ಅನದ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಫ್ರೀ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಟ್ ಡಿಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಸ್ 111 ನಿತ್ಯ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಅದಿಮತ್ವಸ್ಯ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿಜ್ಞಾನಿಮತ್ವೇಶ್ವರಾಯಸ್ಪೆಸ್ಟ್ಯಜ್ಞಾನಂ so either the knowledge the desire and the ability is they ever reside in him then asya srushti hi eva sada bhavet then all the time there should be srushti because the upanishad says so kamayata at the beginning of the creation you know atmava idamayava adrasid saikshada lokanu sujayade so it is says ಸುನಾನ್ಯತ್ ಕಿಂಚನ ಮಿಷದ ಸಹಿಕ್ಷದ ಲೋಕವನ್ನು ಸೃಜಾಯಿತಿ ಆತ್ಮ ಅಲೋನ್ ವಾಸ್ ಎಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ವಾಸ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಅಲೋನ್ ಎಟ್ ದಿ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಡಿಸೈಡ್ ಡೆಲಿಬರೇಟೆಡ್ ಲೋಕವನ್ನು ಸೃಜಾಯಿತಿ ಮೇ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಇಮಾನ್ ಲೋಕಾನ್ ಅಸೃಜದ ಎನ್ ಯು ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಸೊ
when this sankalpa or this resolve arises, then the creation takes place. But if you say that Ishvara is possessed of sankalpa or the resolve all the time, nitya, nitya means ever the sankalpa is there in Ishvara, in that case, Srishti should always take place. Because when sankalpa arises, a desire or thought arises, immediately it manifests because he is satya sankalpa. So as a sankalpa or a thought or a desire arises, immediately it is fulfilled. And therefore, if Ishwara is possessed of Nitya Sankalpa, Sankalpa is ever there in Ishwara. In that case, the creation must always take place. Srustasya Nitya Jnana Vimatve Then, there should constantly creation go on. We cannot have a state which we call dissolution at all. But then, that is not the case. We find that it is not the Srusti of the creation is always there. That shows that even Ishwara cannot have Nitya Sankalpa. Sankalpa means the desire to create. The desire to create also cannot be all the time in Ishwara, otherwise the creation will always proceed. And therefore they say that even that position also is not right. That Ishwara is merely possessed of that. Then what? Hiranyagarbha Ishaha Ataha. Ataha Hiranyagarbha Ishaha. And so there are people who are the worshippers of Hiranyagarbha, they say that Hiranyagarbha should be properly called Ishwaraha. Who is Kim Rupamiti Ataha? What is the Rupam? What is the nature of Hiranyagarbha? When that question is there, then they say, Linga Dehena Sayyudaha. Hiranyagarbha is the one who is Sayyudaha Samyukyutaha, is very well endowed with Linga Dehena, with the subtle body. So says Tikagara Mayopadika Paramatma Linga Sharira Samastrahimanana Hiranyagarbhaiti Uchade. So this Paramatma Mayopadika, this Lord Paramatma endowed with Upadhi of Maya. Linga Sharira Samastrahimanana. And the product of this Maya, the first product is this Samastri Linga Shariram. Therefore, Hiranyagarbha is called Prasamajaha, the one who is first born. And he is the one who is endowed with the totality of all the subtle bodies. In fact, in that very thought, so Kamayata, that very thought is the potential of all the subtle bodies. And so Hiranyagarbha is the first one endowed with the totality of all the subtle bodies. Linga Sarira Samasti Abhimanena, one who is identified with Abhimanena, one who is identified with Linga Sharira Samasti, with the totality of all the Linga Sharira or all the subtle bodies. And therefore, Hiranyagarbha Hiti Uchade. So same Ishwara is called Hiranyagarbha. Meaning Ishwara can become creator or Niyamaka or whatever, only when he is endowed with the subtle body, otherwise he cannot control anything. So merely Shankarva, no. So it is also endowed with what we call subtle body, the totality of all subtle body. Maya Upadika Paramatma. Paramatma having the Upadhi of Maya. So according to them, this Hiranyagarbha is rightfully called, proper, should properly be called Ishwaraha. <coughs> Hiranyagarbha Ishwaratve Kim Pramanam. When you say that Hiranyagarbha is Ishwara, what is the Pramanam? So what's the means of knowledge do you have? Or how do you validate your position that Hiranyagarbha is Ishwara? So they reply that in the verse 112. <coughs> Uddhisa Brahmane Tasya Mahatmamati Vistritam Linga Satvepi Jeevatvam Nasya Karma Adyabhavataha Uddhisa Brahmane so in that section of the Vedas, which is called Gita Brahman, Tasya Mahatmam Ati Vistrutam, Tasya Hiranyagar Vasya Mahatmam Ati Vistrutam. We say that, so we find the reference of Hiranyagarbha, and that Hiranyagarbha is not something Kapola Kalvita. Otherwise, you present some kind of an entity like Sankhya's present, Pramhanam, etc., which doesn't have any support from the Vedas, and we don't accept it. 
the soul also is present an entity called Hiranyakar by Ishwara. We won't accept that entity unless it has the support or it has a concurrence of the Upanishad or the Vedas. So Udgita Brahmane, in this section called Udgita Brahmane, Tasya Hiranyakar Vasya Mahatman Ati Vistrutam, the Mahatman, the glory of the Hiranyakar or Mahatma, greatness of the Hiranyakar is very well described there. <coughs> so in detail, this Mahatma, the greatness of Hiranyagarbha, is elaborated there in the Gita Brahman, and therefore Hiranyagarbha is an entity which has the support from the Vedas. <coughs> then the question came up, Nanu, Linga Shri Ravadavai Jivasyat, if you say that Hiranyagarbha is endowed with the totality of Linga Shri or Sukshma Shariya, subtle bodies, then you also is Jiva. Because I am here the one who is endowed with one Sukshma Shariya, and I am called Jiva, identified with one Sukshma Shariya. And Hirnigarva is the one who is identified with all the Sukshma Shariyas, then he becomes an exalted Jiva alone. So, you know, Linga Shariya is a Jiva If Hirnigarva is endowed with Linga Shariya, he will be called Jiva, he will become Jiva, Kyasankya. Avidya, Kama, Karma, Abhavat, Najiva, Hityaha. So different positions exist with reference to Hiranyagarbha. There are some who even want to call Hiranyagarbha also as Jiva. Because there is a limitation there. There are others who do not call him Jiva. He is limited all life but still not Jiva because there is no ignorance in Hiranyagarbha and that's the position here. Avidya, Kama, Karma, Abhavat. Who is Jiva? So Jiva is not only being endowed with Sukshma Sarira, but Jiva is being under the spell of avidya kama karma. So where ignorance is there, desire is there, and karma and karma phalas are there, but this is the characteristic of jiva. So this is jiva is the one who is characterized by avidya kama karma and not necessarily, so linga sharira does not, is, is not necessarily the criterion for determining the jiva of someone, but that, that entity is possessed of avidya kama karma, that is the criterion for jivatvam. So the second line said, so Kavindya Kama Karma Mahavat Najivaha. Therefore, second line said, Linga Satyadi, since even though Hiranyagarbha is Linga Satyadi, even though he is possessed of Linga or Samasti Sukshma Sharya, Asya Jivatvam, this Hiranyagarbha does not have Jivatvam, he is not a Jiva. Why? Karma Adi Abhavataha. Because he is devoid of this karma, etc. He is devoid of avidya, kama, karma, and therefore he is not jiva. So Hiranyagarbha is all the knowledge, he is omniscient, sarvagnya, sarvashaktiman, sarvavyabhi, sicca shakti, jnana shakti, kriya shakti, all of these abide in the total measure in Hiranyagarbha. And therefore Hiranyagarbha endowed with, this is called avidavivaha. In Bhagavad Gita, when Lord Krishna describes aksharam brahma, aksharam param param, aksharam, Brahma Paramam, Svabhava Dhyatma Uchyade, Bhuta Bhava Dhavakara, Visargaha Karma Sangitaha, Adibhutam Kshrabhava, Purushascha Adhidaivatam. So it's called Purusha, there of Adhidaivatam, meaning one is the controller of all the elemental forces. One is the indwelling self in all the living beings. One is endowed the totality of all the Sukshma Sarira, one is called Sutratma, and one is the controller of all the cause, the the karya karana sanghada, meaning the body, mind, intellect, equipment, he is called Sutratma Hiranyagarbha. And he is also nothing but the manifestation of the same Paramatma. So they say that he should properly be called Ishwaraha. <coughs> well, then some other people come forward to another position. Kevalam Vihaya some people say that, what can subtle body alone do? Without the gross body, subtle body cannot impact function. So subtle body also requires a seat for functioning, it requires an abode, remaining where it can function. Like electricity also itself cannot do anything, unless it is this, this upadhi called bulb. So only when electricity functions through the bulb, the electricity can be effective. So it requires some medium to express through, some upadhi to express through, and similarly also the subtle body requires this gross body for expressing 
its energy or its ability otherwise the ability of the subtle body remains unexpressed so kevam linga sharirasya sthuladehum vihaya merely the subtle body without the gross body anukulabhimanatva we don't find a subtle body without the gross body so subtle body is always endowed with a gross body of some kind of the other they say that even when the jiva or the subtle body will lose this gross body he is not without another body but there is another body so a subtle so another kind of body is there so this is a, even when it departs from here there is a travel involved whether this jiva goes to pitruloka or sargaloka or brahmaloka or naraka or wherever he goes he is endowed with a body made up of five elements and so uh, even departing from here the subtle body even when we when there is the yoni called preta yoni ghos etc as we say there also is not purely subtle body that ghos also etc they also possess upadhi made up of five elements but not in this manner the gross but that upadhi is there in swarga also some upadhi is there in putraloka also some upadhi is always there so without this upasam upadhi are there the subtle body cannot express itself <coughs> So therefore say, they say that sthula dehim vihaya anupalabhimanatvat we never find a subtle body obtaining without the medium of the gross body and therefore sthula samashti abhimani sthula shariya samashti abhimani virada eva ishwara hai so we say that it is virad or the cosmic person is actually ishwara hai who is sthula shariya samashti abhimani not only identified with the totality of subtle body but also further identified the totality of all the gross body which is called virat or the cosmic person we say that he is ishwara hai <coughs> so these are the people who are the upasakas virat upasakaha so those people who do the meditation or or worship virat this is the position they have and that is said in verse 113 sthuladeham vinalinga देहो न क्वापि दृश्यते वैराजो देह ईशोतः सर्वतो मस्तकाभिमान स्थूल देहं विना लिंग देह है न क्वापि दृश्यते न क्वापि मोह वैराज the deha the body of the virat the cosmic person isha hai he is called ishwara he should be called ishwara or the lord atah therefore therefore this vairaj deha hai isha hai therefore this body of virat which is the totality of all the gross body he should be called ishwara hai and who is he sarvatah mastakadiman he is the one who is sarvatah in all respects everywhere mastakadiman So one is possessed of all the mastaka means all the heads. So one is possessed of all the heads and hands and legs, all the limbs. He is the one who is virat, the 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 Ishwara possessed of the totality of all the gross bodies, and this cosmic person, he alone should be called Ishwara. Where <coughs> do you find the reference of such an entity who is possessed of all the heads and all the hands and all the legs? Is there such an entity? Where do you find a reference of this? Tatsadbhāve pramāna-māha They quote here mantra from the Shuddhi to show this sadbhāva meaning the existence of such an entity who is endowed with all the head and all the hands and all the legs and that is quoted here in verse 114 Sahasra-sīr-shetyevancha विश्वतुरीत्यतमीत्याहुरमीश 
then this Krumi, these worms also we call Ishvara because that's a possessive number of legs and number of heads, etc. So Krumya Rehe Abhicha Ishada, even then this Krumi, etc., these worms also, they will also become Ishvara. Tataha Chatur Mukho Devaha Eva Ishaha. We say that Chatur Mukha Devaha, this Deva, this Brahmaji, who is Chatur Mukha, possessed of four heads, he alone is Ishaha, he alone is Lord. Nitrafman, no one else. No one other than Brahmaji is Lord, this is what they say, not the one possessed of all kinds of hands and legs. Not these funny looking creatures. But then this Brahmaji with four heads. Ivam Kahi Uchade. Who are the people who say this? Ittyataha. Verse 116 says, Who are the people who hold this kind of a position or opinion? <coughs> Putrasam tamupasinaha Eva mahuf prajapatihi Praja asrujate tyadi Shutim chudaharantyami He says, Putrasam tamupasinaha evam ahuhu tam prajapadim putrasam upasinaha. Those people who worship this prajapadim for the sake of putra. So prajapadim is Brahma. Brahma means creator. And therefore, whenever you want progeny, obviously you, uh, you propitiate the creator. The interesting is, that is a tree called Ashwatha tree, the people tree. In this tree, the God, Lord is supposed to be residing there. So there, in the mula or the root of this tree is Brahmani, and the trunk of this tree is Vishnu, the leaves and the foliage is supposed to be Shiva. And therefore, these women, when they, uh, they worship these trees, you know, and on certain occasions, on certain days when they go, if you go to India, you will find uh, trees also being worshipped there, and they take a certain thread, and you will find threads wound around the trunk of the tree. So they take the product, they do the production of the tree and take a thread and wind around it and pour the water also around it and this is how they worship the root of the tree because root stands for Brahmaji, the creator and therefore those women who are seeking progeny they worship Brahmaji for the sake of progeny and so there are any number of people who worship Brahmaji for the sake of progeny and they say that Brahma or Prajapati alone is the supreme deity and they also say Prajapadihi, Prajaha Asrujata. Ityadi Shruti, Shruti also says Prajakamavai Prajapadihi. Even Prashnopanishad says that Prajakamavai Prajapadihi. When Prajapadi became, Prajapadi means the Lord of all the Praja of the, living, of the beings, when he became desirous of creating this Praja of the progeny, then he created a pair called the Rai and Prana, etc. And else were also Prajapadihi. Prajaha Asujata, that Prajapati created this Praja or all the living beings, Ityadi Shruti. Such statements from the Shruti, Ami Udaharanti, these people also present such statements from the Shruti in support of their position that Prajapati, who is Chaturmukha Brahmaji, he should be Ishwara, the supreme deity, and no one else. <coughs> Moment Prajapati Brahmaji is presented as supreme deity. There are some who say that no, Vishnu is the supreme deity because of what reason? Bhagavatam Atamaha. Bhagavatam means those who are the devotees of Bhagavan, meaning Lord Vishnu. So devotees of Lord Vishnu say this in the verse 117. Vishnurna Bhesamudbhutaha. Veda Kamala Jastataha Vishnu Revesha Ityahuhu Loke Bhagavata Jana The Purana say that Brahmaji is created from the navel of Lord Vishnu. So Vishnu is described as reclining, as you said, on the serpent bed. And at the time of creation, a lotus evolves from the navel of Lord Vishnu. And on that lotus appears Brahmaji, the Chaturmukha, 
the law with four heads, the creator Brahmaji. So who is greater? Brahmaji is greater or the one from whose navel he has arisen, is that greater? So devotees of Lord Vishnu say that Vishnu is definitely greater because Brahmaji is only created from the lotus. So Brahmaji appears on the lotus which is created from the navel of Lord Vishnu. So Vishnu ho nabehe samudbhutaha vedaha. Veda means the creator. So this vedaha, the creator Brahmaji, Vishnu ho nabehe samudbhutaha. He has very well been born only from the nabhi or the navel of Lord Vishnu. So in fact Brahmaji is supposed to be the son of Lord Vishnu. So Narayanam Padmabhavam Vasishtam. So in the Guru Parampara also, the first teacher is Narayana, who imparted the knowledge to Brahmaji. Yo Brahmanam Vidyadi Purvam Yoyvedamsha Prahinodi Tasmai. So Yo Brahmanam Vidyadi Purvam, one who first creates Brahmanam means Brahmaji. Yoyvedamsha Prahinodi Tasmai, and one who imparts the Vedas to him. So this is Lord Vishnu, and therefore he is greater than Brahmaji. He is even the creator of Brahmaji. And therefore, Kamala Jaha, Kamala Jaha means what? The one who is born from Kamala, from the lotus. So Brahmaji is called Kamala Jaha. So lotus is born from the navel of Lord Vishnu, and Brahmaji is born from that, so he is called Kamala Jaha. He is called Kamala Sanaha also. He is the one who, who uh, sits on lotus asana also. So Kamala Asana. Tataha Vishnuhuyo Ishaha. Therefore, Iti Ahuhu Loke Bhagavata Janaha. Bhagavata Janaha, those who are devotees of Bhagavata, means the Lord Vishnu. They say in the Loke, in this world, this is what they say, Vishnuhuyo Ishaha. That Vishnu alone is the supreme deity and not Brahmaji. <coughs> and there are other people who have other opinions. So interesting, Shaivana Matamaha. There are who say that. Shiva is the Supreme Deity, says in verse 118. <coughs> Shivasya Padavan Veshtum Shangya Shaktastata Shivaha Ishona Vishnu Rityahuhu Shaiva Agama Maninaha Agama Maninaha Shaivaha Shaivaha the followers of Shiva Agama, Those who consider Shiva as a supreme deity Agama Maninaha Those people who consider Agama as a Pramanam Agama Shastra is That Shastra which Parampara Which gives the Which describes the Lord Shiva as the supreme deity and all that Shastra which is coming down is called Agama. So those who consider this Agama as the Manam, Pramanam, they say, Shiva Ishaha na Vishnu. That Shiva alone is the Supreme Deity and not Vishnu. Why is it so? Because there is a story, Shiva Sipadu Anveshtum Shangi Ashaktaha. Shangi. So Shangam is the name of the bow of Lord Vishnu. So it's called Shangapani. So one who has the, the bow called the Shanga. So all these deities have even the, their, their different weapons also have names, you know. Like the Gada is called Kaumudi, the uh, Chakra is called Sudarshanam, and his bow is called Shanga. <coughs> and so he is called Shangi. So, uh, Yeah, Shangi, Shankhi, Chakri. So one who is Shangi means one who is this Shanga Dhanusha. <coughs> this Shangi Ashaktaha, this Lord Vishnu was unable to do what? Paro Anveshtum. Shivasya Paro Anveshtum. Lord Vishnu was unable to investigate the root of the Pada, the root of Lord Shiva. And this has reference to the famous story. When there was a debate among between Lord Vishnu and Brahmaji as to who is greater and each one claimed their greatness at that time there appeared before them this column of light which is Lord Shiva and when this column of light appeared before them both of them all of a sudden saw this became quiet and they they started asking each other who is this one and they did not know who this principle was 
So they decided to find out what is the nature of this column of light. So Lord Vishnu said, okay, I'll go down to find out the root. Brahmaji says, I'll go up to find out where its end is. Adi and Anta. So both of them thus proceeded to, to determine the Adi and Anta of that entity and both of them were unable to determine. In fact, Lord Vishnu went on and on for num- thousand years, but he could not find the root. Brahmaji kept going up and up. He could not find the end. That shows that there is an entity who is greater than both Brahma and Vishnu, and that is Shiva. Tato Bhakti Shraddha Bhar Guru Girishat When both of them were unable, Brahma and Vishnu were unable to determine the Adi Ananta of that Lord, then both of them stood there and prayed with all the devotion and faith, and then Shivaji apparently appeared before them, revealed himself before them. That shows that the Shiva is greater than Vishnu and Brahma. And therefore, Shiva, Ishaha, na Vishnu. We say that it is not Shiva who is Ishvara and not Vishnu. This is what the Shaivaha, the followers of Shiva, they say that. Interesting. Now the other people say, no, Ganapati is greater. Ganapatya Matamaha. Those who are Vashiva or Ganapati, what do they have to say? Says in the verse 119, how they establish the supremacy of Ganapati over Lord Shiva. Even though Ganapati is supposed to be son of Lord Shiva, but still the followers of Ganapati say, no, no, Ganapati is always there, you know, and so he is superior to even Lord Shiva. How? Puratrayam sadayutum Vignesham sopya pujayate Vinayakam prahurisham Ganapatyamate Ratah There is a story that when Lord Shiva was ready to destroy this Tripurasura, this story also comes in Mahimna Stotra references there. The Tripurasura is a is a de, is an is, is a demon who could live in three Puris or in the three cities, one made of gold other made of silver, a third made of iron. In fact, there were three Rakshasas, three demons, and all of them going in their own orbit and invincible. And the only way that they could be destroyed is every 1000 years, these three cities which are flying all over the space, they would come in alignment. And if someone could penetrate them with it, it, in one moment, all the three simultaneously, then alone this Tripurasura, this demon, which was, who was living in all the three cities could be destroyed. And Lord Shiva performed the task. And so, uh, there's again, Rathakshoni Yanta, Shatadhritiragendro, Dhanuratho, how Lord Shiva commanded that the earth should become the chariot, the sun and moon became the wheels, and Vedas became the horses. Brahmaji was appointed there as the charioteer. The Lord Vishnu became the arrow, and this Mandara Parvata, you know, the Meru Parvata became the bow. Vishnu became the arrow. And that uh, uh, the Vasuki became the very thread, the cord, you know, in the arrow. And this, with this equipment, Lord Shiva shot at the right time and Tripurasura was destroyed. So this is the incident that is referred to here. Puratraim Sadaitum. Sadaitum is Jetum. When Lord Shiva desired to conquer this Tripurasura, then it is said that Sahapi Vignesham Apujayat. Before commencing the task, Lord Shiva performed the puja of Vignesha. Vignana Vishaha, one who is the, 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 the Lord of all the obstacles, meaning Ganapati. So Lord Shiva at that time performed the puja of Ganapati before commencing the task of killing this Tripurasura. Which means that without the grace of Ganapati, even Lord Shiva could not have killed that Tripurasura. That's the purpose of, in fact, worshipping. That we are seeking the grace of the deity, so that we, our, our task should be successful. And here Ganapati was worshipped before that, that task, and therefore, it is by the grace of Ganapati that Lord Shiva was able to perform the task, and therefore, Ganapati, who is called Vignesha, the one who is the lord of all the obstacles, and the remover of all the obstacles, 
ఇదిన్ సుపీరియర్ టు లార్డ్ శివ వినాయకం ప్రాహు ఈశం వినాయకం ఈశం ప్రాహు వినాయక ఇదే నేమ్ ఫార్ గణపతి వన్ హూ ఇస్ వితౌట్ ది నాయక వినాయక వన్ హూ ఇస్ వితౌట్ ది లీడర్ ఆర్ వన్ హూ ఇస్ విశిష్ట నాయక హూ ఇస్ ద గ్రేటెస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ ది లీడర్స్ ఇస్ కాల్ వినాయక సో దిస్ వినాయక ఆర్ గణపతి ఈశం ప్రాహు దే సే దాట్ ఈజ్ ఈశ్వర ఇది గాణపత్యమతే రత ప్రాహు దోస్ పీపుల్ హూ ఆర్ గాణపత్య గాణపత్యమతే గాణపత్యమత మీన్స్ దట్ మత ఆఫ్ ఒపీనియన్ ఆర్ బిలీఫ్ దట్ కన్సిడర్స్ గణపతి ఇస్ సుప్రీం డేటీ ద ఫాలోస్ ఆఫ్ గణపతి దోస్ హూ ఆర్ టోటలీ కమిటెడ్ డివోటెడ్ దాట్ సే దాట్ దిస్ గణపతి ఈజ్ ద సుప్రీం డేటీ దస్ ది ఒపీనియన్స్ గోన్ యూనో అండ్ దస్ Okay, all the opinions have been taken care of now. <coughs> we can, subsequent portion we can see tomorrow. <coughs> Om Purnamadaf Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shantishantishantihi Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavanta Upunah Punah Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Vyoma Vatvyapta Dehaya దక్షిణమూర్తయే నమ